0: When you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's a N G I.com.
1: Ash.
2: Yes. <laughs> Such a quick, like, yes.
1: You know how there's like jingles. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to sing some and see if you,
2: I'm really good at this. Okay. Like, Ready? I just, you mean I just have to finish it
1: or, or say like what it's associated with. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Um, Ba da ba ba ba,
2: I'm loving it. Which is McDonald's. Good job. Like a okay. good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best part of waking up is Folgers in
2: your cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> five. Five dollar five dollar foot,
1: foot long <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. Pampers Huggies Huggies dang it Come on girl Um What about It was like a fifty fifty between huggies Give me and a
2: break Give me a break Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat uh, uh, bar. Uh, uh. Good job, thank you. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> I love TV. <laughs> yeah. um, love that chicken from Popeyes. <laughs> I'm- Uh, my, hidden, my hidden talent <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I don't know if I have any more dang that was fun that was great I'm proud of us that though. was
1: really good our singing skills
2: <laughs> are off the charts I clearly I clearly <laughs> have nothing else to do I with my free time <laughs> <laughs> well
1: hello everyone we are if you stumbled on this episode and you're like who are these people i'm taryn that's ashley she's currently chewing a bagel so i'm just gonna keep talking for you we are I appreciate that you're welcome we are unsolicited advice um The world's number one trending podcast. (laughs) I'm just going to make up our own.
2: (laughs) We're really just going to like manifest that right now. (laughs) Manifest. Number one trending trending. podcast.
1: Topping all the charts. Um, And we're actually recording in our
2: bedroom, in our house in Palm Springs. On vacation. The way she said that makes it sound like we're ballers and we own a we house are. in Palm Springs. Um, <laughs> it's not ours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're also manifesting that. Yep. So <laughs> just putting that out there. Um, me and Taryn, well, I should say this differently. Taryn's family goes on vacation every single year. Things are different this year, obviously, yeah. because of the COVID. So um, because of that, we didn't get to go to our normal place. So we ended up getting an Airbnb. And basically moving from LA to Palm Springs for a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's so, it's crazy because I think like we've come to the realization that this is nowhere from being over. Yeah. um, Which was hard to swallow. It's, it's hard to swallow. And it's also, I think why we came to a point where it's like, okay, we're gonna go insane if we don't figure out ways to have outlets in a safe way. Mm-hmm. So literally- my family and my roommates are pretty much the only people I come in contact with. And um, Ash is over at my parents' house all the time with mm-hmm. me. So we were like, why don't we just take our quarantine <laughs> to another house that's mm-hmm. like safe? We're we're still like cooking our own meals. Like we're only going out to pick up food. Um, but we have a pool and it's like Palm Springs and it feels like vacation. Yeah. So it's like we're still being safe, but we also, I was telling Ash earlier this morning, like I feel reset. Like I feel ready to go back home and like just kill it. Mm-hmm. But it feels like I had a vacation,
2: which is like what I needed. Yeah. I think something that this year has really taught me is that it's not everything that necessarily goes into it, but just like a change of scenery yeah. does wonders oh for my me. Gosh, yeah. So even if it's just like, you know going and getting a place for a night only with the people that you're already quarantined with yeah. like there's there's no i see no harm in doing that especially because i think airbnb has like in in my opinion most hotels are off the table yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not an option um but some of them some of them are doing it really right um but with airbnb like they're leaving it vacant for a certain amount mm-hmm. of days between each you know yeah for anything to like kill so off. um yeah that made us feel really comfortable and um we get a, a pool to ourselves mm-hmm. we're not it's not a public pool or anything so yeah this has been the most like freeing thing because it feels like we're just quarantined in palm springs for
1: yeah a week it's just feels so fun and different and mm-hmm. like we're all in the same house and like waking up and like making breakfast it's just like yeah. fun we definitely needed it So that is where we are recording from and why we're in exceptional (laughs) moods. Cut to last week
2: when I was like, because the work don't stop, right? Work don't stop. Work don't stop. And we would never stop for you guys. This is, I'm going to just say it. I think you guys are keeping us sane because my, even like when it comes to my channel, if I'm not feeling it, a video doesn't go up. yep but um with this I've like I feel like I've made a commitment to you guys I've made a commitment to Taryn and Taryn's made a commitment to me and so that being said like for whatever reason no matter what mood I'm in an episode gets up and it's keeping me healthy
1: (laughs) and it's great because you know how there's those things and honestly for me growing up it was taking a shower Mm I dreaded it for some reason I would fight like my mom caught me multiple times where I would turn on the shower and then lay on the floor and just continue sleeping cuz I didn't want to get up when I was little <laughs> oh, like so yeah she I'd come out and she'd be like why is your hair not wet and I'd be like I just did I just did a body shower she'd be like why don't you have a towel I'd be like I use tw- I use toilet paper <laughs> like <laughs> I was such a brat but it, it never fails the second I got in the shower I was like oh, holy heaven, this is great, right? Yeah. And that's the same, like, I've never recorded an episode where I'm like, I'm not enjoying this at all. Like the second we start talking, it just becomes so fun. And even though like, obviously it's just me and Ash here, like we feel so connected to everyone who listens just Mm -hmm. by the things you guys send in, the interaction we have with you guys on socials and stuff. So it feels like fun. Like I feel like you guys are in the room with us. So every time even we're like, oh, we're so tired. Like the second we start talking, Mm -hmm. it's like such a fun hour for us. So I love it. It's a great- Great thing.
2: Great thing, Ash. Also, apparently we missed a very fun earthquake. <laughs> oh that yeah that happened in LA, which was just so convenient. We did not plan that, obviously. I know. But uh yeah. Uh we keep seeing everyone freaking out about how how many there were and how they didn't sleep yeah. last night and I was I slept like a baby last night. Great. Could not have planned that better. I know our poor
1: roommates were like cuz usually when stuff happens it's just nice having multiple people in the house
2: but also, it was just the Also I of feel them. like just in general because Taryn and I are older we are expected to yeah take care yep of everyone be in charge when emergencies happen and things like this happen I feel like they come to us Yeah <laughs>
1: You know what you're
2: the I feel like I'm more of,
1: like, the dad protector in the house. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone were to come in the house, like, I would be the one that would, like, rush to attack Mm -hmm. and sacrifice Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. because I'm just psycho mama bear. Mm -hmm. And you're definitely, like, the mom who, like, knows all the answers, has plans in place. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's very funny the way. But, yeah, we're definitely the two, like, safety (laughs) Yeah. people in the house so we were like oh my gosh our babies <laughs> are you okay <laughs> did you make it are yeah. you all right
2: that's it's so, so funny. funny so
1: good um anywho let's get get into crackin'.
2: it i have a tearing it up it's short and sweet if you guys don't know what a tearing it up, tearing it up is a segment where we share your guys's funny, embarrassing moments. Taryn has a lot of these, and that's why we titled it tearing it up. That's the that's the short story. So if you have any of these and you want to share them, send them to us via email or DM us, or you know, I mean, tweet us. You could really do anything. You could do anything. <laughs> Just you title want. it tearing it up, and we would love to read it.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, hey, Ashley and Taryn, I just wanted to say your podcast is literally the only reason why I'm getting any exercise over quarantine because I listen while I run. I love you both. And I feel like I've learned so much from you. I have a quick story that actually just happened five minutes ago that I thought would be fun to share. We love that.
2: I love that it happened to her and her first thing is to sit down and write it to us. No. Also,
1: guys, I feel like that's the way to go because... I know there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I should like write in or I should do this. And then if I don't do it right then, like forget it. There's no way I'm going to do it. So Mm -hmm. I love that she like did it right away because it's fresh in her mind. And then she did it and we're reading it. So Mm -hmm. just saying, just throwing it out there. (laughs) Um, I was reading outside because the noises in my house were too distracting. We don't have any chairs on our front porch. So I just sat on the hard cement until I got too uncomfortable. So I laid down. So, basically, I was sprawled out in front of my front door for a solid 30 minutes, deeply engaged in my book, when my brother opened the front door, startling me. I screamed and looked up, only to see a police car parked in front of our house. Turns out, my brother had gone outside because he saw a police car and thought there was trouble, because it was just sitting in front of the house. The policeman then was so relieved, looked so relieved, because he said he thought I was unconscious. (laughs) I have no idea how long the cop was parked there waiting for me to move. He said he was glad that I was okay and just drove away, leaving me laughing hysterically on the ground. (laughs) I hope y'all have a great summer. Love you both. Best Savannah. (laughs)
2: Dude, imagine. He's like
1: radioing. Sir, we have a whatever. I don't know any cop
2: codes, but like I'm dead. That's hilarious. (laughs) And just everyone like looking at each other like,
1: oh, you're here. Oh, she, she must have oh. like
2: not moved. Well, she's at laying all. on
1: cement too. Like that doesn't. That's not a a comfy. I place feel like to if she down. were laying on the grass, yeah, then someone would be like, oh, she's she like could
2: be relaxing. She's
1: lounging, whatever. But she's laying on cement in front of her door. Like it looks like she just didn't make it. Yeah, it looks into like she house. had like
2: a crazy night and just yeah. never made it. Inside. <laughs> yeah, oh, we
1: praying. had. There was one time my brother was younger and it was when I had a truck and he was like, dude, like drive down our where we grew up. It was like this long secluded like alleyway that opened up into four houses. So it was like this little hidden neighborhood.
2: Can we specify which brother?
1: Ryan. Okay. Yeah. So Ryan and me are nine years apart. So he was like, he always was like glued to my side. Like mm-hmm. we did everything together. Um, And so he was like, let me ride like let me surf in the back of your truck while we drive down the alleyway so I was like <laughs> okay cool yeah so we're doing it right and he's like ah, like having so much fun and then I'm looking down of course I was going to stop right at the end and then he was going to get in and we we're going to go but as we we're doing it a cop car just drives by super slow and I see that it slams on his brakes so I was like shoot so I slammed on my brakes almost killed my brother <laughs> and then I was like, oh my gosh, because I saw the cop reversing. So I turned to be like Ryan, like to tell him to get in the car. He just bolted. He just sprinted back <laughs> to the house. So now I'm literally standing there by myself and the police car comes and he gets out and starts approaching the car. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is so dumb. So <laughs> he then bolted. he left. Yeah. So I rolled down my window and I turn and I'm like, I'm so sorry, sir. And I start talking and then he goes, Taryn? And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it was the brother of a girl I went to high school with. Of course, you know him. I know. So guys, no.
2: Can I say something? (laughs) Every so, like when I when I moved to Orange County, I moved to the town that Taryn was like born and raised in. Basically, I am royalty here. Every time, so I'm like I'm like a newbie, and I'm constantly meeting new people, and I don't know anyone's names. But Taryn literally knows everyone and yeah. everyone knows her and everyone knows her parents. And so every time we go out to dinner or we go out with friends or we just even go shopping or go to get coffee, we <laughs> run into someone who knows Taryn. Yeah. So it makes so true. complete sense and is not shocking <laughs> in any way that, of course, she knows this cop. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I just had to insert no, that. It is It is very true.
1: It's just my family. We're, we know a lot of people, I guess. But... Yeah. So anyway, so then he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, honestly, like we were just being dumb. I was like, I don't know where my brother went, but he just wanted to surf. And we were just doing like this little area. And then we were going to like not do it, obviously. And he was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, Okay, well, just be careful. It was really good to see you. And then he left. But I was just like, oh, my gosh. How old were you at the time? I probably was like 18. Okay, Because I didn't get my license till I was older. Um, but yes, yeah, I was still like terrified. How old were you when you got your license? I think I got mine my senior year, and I was like, like seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen, turning eighteen. Oh, yeah, interesting.
2: I don't know why. I when just did you get your took permit? My time. I don't know. Really? I can't really remember. I think I was counting down until I yeah. was fifteen to get my permit yeah I remember like marking my calendar and being like I'm almost there yeah the second it happened I was like mom (laughs) what was the first thing you did when you could
1: drive by yourself oh that's a great question I went to the store and got milk my mom was like I need milk and I was like I'll go and I remember I started crying when I was driving because I was like this is what freedom feels like
2: (laughs) well my mom my mom and dad would let me um we had friends that had like land and we lived in an area where there was a lot of like um shopping centers with empty Uh parking lots so I drove a lot by myself before oh okay okay like I had that experience yeah yeah yeah. so I wasn't like super stoked on it but I remember like driving Alicia with a permit and feeling like that was a big deal to me I was like this is dope where do you want to go what do you want to do I think we went to Target I don't remember but driving her was fun that's so cool yeah I miss those days like those exciting things (laughs) Like, what is there to be excited about now? I mean, absolutely nothing this year. Getting a coupon (laughs) for 50% off.
0: (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs)
1: So I'm going to go first and I'm so excited because she's
2: smiling really big right now.
1: I, I, it's funny cause me and Ash, it's like free for all, right? Like mm-hmm. we both just go into our inbox at different times. We snag stories at different times. And there's, there's been a few times where I get to a story and I'm like, before I'm even done reading it, I, like, quickly move it to my inbox because so I'm so scared Ash is going to, like, see it or grab it. Yeah,
2: that's exactly it. We should film
1: that. I feel like that would be really I funny. Know. So this one is called Ashing It Up. Ashing It
2: Up? Yeah.
1: Stop it. I know. For me? For you. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hey. Hey. I found y'all's podcast during quarantine and I've been binging it ever since. Yes. I love everything about it, but my favorite is tearing it up because I feel like I'm not the only awkward, uh, awkward. (laughs) Awkward. How, how can I not even say the word awkward without being awkward? (laughs) Awkward. Awkward. Okay. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Okay i not the only awkward person in the world. <laughs> However, <laughs> I'm still dying. That was funny. <laughs> However, my life isn't like Taryn's. I don't have a ton... Of unbelievably embarrassing moments like her, but rather my life is made up of many small moments that are just awkward enough to keep me thinking about them in the shower for the next ten years <laughs>
2: or so. <laughs> I know, <is> so
1: me. <laughs> Hence the title of this being Ashen It Up," because this is one of the most Enneagram Nine things I've ever done in my life. Oh my god, I'm so intrigued yeah, right now. That was I a know. great intro. Um, for okay, so <laughs> it's funny I've gotten a couple DMs where some people are like, "What are these numbers you're always talking about?" So oh, I feel. I feel like every time we talk about the Enneagram, we should just give like a quick, just give like a really quick synopsis of like this is what the Enneagram is and this is what a nine is so that this story makes sense. Got Ready? it.
2: Go okay well the Enneagram is a form of like personality test uh, very similar to like a Myers-Briggs personality test it's not like factual it's not like truth but it is a really awesome tool that you can use to get to know someone on a deeper level like Mm -hmm. their core values what motivates them um, what hinders them that kind of thing Um, so she said Enneagram 9 because I'm an Enneagram 9 and Enneagram 9s tend to really struggle with all kinds of conflict. Uh-huh. We don't like it in any way. We will moonwalk out of the room yeah. to avoid it at all costs. Um, Shout we, out love, Nick. <laughs> we love being um, uh, very peaceful and making sure that our environment, including those around us, keep the peace. Yes. <laughs> and that is our core value. Yes. So yes.
1: Great, Ash. Thank, great. You. Thank you. Thank okay. you. for you.
2: uh, Okay,
1: so it happened five years ago when I was a sophomore in college. I attended a pretty small private university and lived on campus in the dorms. I Mm. lived in a suite-style dorm, so I had my own room that was attached to another girl's room. Oh, that's nice. I know, that's so nice. um, With a shared bathroom in the middle. Yeah, none of the dorms I lived in did I have my actual own room. Like, one of them I even lived in this small, like, Core, basically like a square that had a bathroom and then like different sections of a room. Yeah. But there was four of us in like bunk beds that were like attached Oof. together. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Okay. um, I was new to this room because the girl who lived there before had moved out that semester. But for some reason, I never got a key. However, I felt fine with that because I knew all the girls in my dorm and no one else locked their doors either. Looking back, this was slightly insane. I know, <laughs> but it's true. Like you get, I feel like, especially like dorm life, you're like, oh,
2: everything's so chill. Like it's all girls. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's how I grew up too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think if you're, I mean, in general, I think if you're like in like a all gender room versus like the opposite gender, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's just, it's, there's a chill factor where like doors are unlocked and doors are wide yeah. open. Cause no one cares.
1: Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Um, this one particular night, it was Valentine's Day. I remember this because I was depressed and trying to keep my mind off of that fact. I had just broken up with a guy I really liked because my parents did not like him, so I was bummed I didn't have any plans. I had spent the day at my mom's house but decided to head back to my dorm that evening and chill and see if any other depressed girls were <laughs> hanging out around the dorm to to commiserate with. As I was approaching my room, I could tell the light was on from the crack under the door. I never left my lights on because I had one of those dads who lectured me anytime that happened at home.
2: Same. Same, dude.
1: Same. Literally
2: same. I literally, I cannot unless, unless I'm home alone, then all the lights are on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Also, another habit I have because of my dad is locking the back sliding door, which I've locked my roommates outside multiple times because of that. Yeah. And And I've been locked out too. (laughs) Yeah. It's
2: just, it's a, it's a habit we have. So
1: it's relatable. We relate to you. When you pay your own electric bills, you're very thankful Mm -hmm. for that habit. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I thought this was weird, but I headed in as normal. I pushed open my door, walked in and was shocked to see someone familiar jump up from where they were searching through my belongings under the sink (gasps) in my room. It was a girl who lived in my dorm, but on another floor. I'm pretty sure I flinched and stammered and somehow forced out words, but okay, please remember that I'm a nine. The words that came out were, oh, hey, are you having a good night? Valentine's day really sucks, right?
2: (laughs) i'm dead okay
1: (laughs) i literally started a small talk conversation with this girl who broke into my room and was going through my stuff after
2: because she just got i mean you should i don't know what would you do i don't think i would i don't think i would say that i would just be like um hello yeah
1: I feel like I could see you being like
2: can I help you Hi. something like that
1: but then they would be like oh sorry and
2: leave and you wouldn't say anything like you'd get like kind of quiet I think I'd get flustered I think I would like to think I'm at a place now where I would be like excuse me like yeah. what what are you doing what the hell I was are you gonna doing? say
1: we've been friends long enough that my like sassiness should have rubbed off but a I little very bit much
2: I very much relate to the fact that I would be like not what I what don't say. know what to say yeah. and then they would get away. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm at a, you know, wisdom and that kind of thing comes with 30. <laughs> She's wise, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I've grown so much <laughs> since, you know, yeah, those, those hard, hard times. But yeah, I think I would say something. Yeah. I think that's good too.
1: Um, after a few four sentences of awkward conversation, a.k.a. me stammering and the girl looking at me like I was crazy, I finally said, through a smile, of course, so um, what are you doing in my room? And she replied, oh, uh, I just wanted to look through your things. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I mean, I give her points for, like, <laughs> just being honest, I guess. What a creep. I know. Finally I realized the pure insanity of the situation and I told her I thought she should leave and ushered her out of my room and Did for she the first time I know seriously for the first time locked my door what a concept she came back and apologized later that night and made up more excuses and asked me not to go to the deans and report this then sent me multiple facebook messages saying the same thing But I went the next day and reported it to the dean. However, since it was my, quote unquote, my fault that I, quote, didn't lock the door, I'm pretty sure I got reprimanded more than she did. However, it turns out she went through quite a few other girls' rooms. I was going to say. Yeah, this is not her first time for sure. And took things throughout the semester and ended up being asked not to come back the following year. That's terrifying. Because
2: she's creepy. That's terrifying. What's she doing with all these things? And what is she taking? Nobody
1: in college is like that.
2: There's. There's always someone. There's
1: like, I had roommates steal my stuff for sure, but I never had someone from a different floor end up in my room going through things and would just walk into people's room and go through things.
2: Yeah. I'm going to just go out. I don't know this girl. That's next level. I don't know this girl, but like you have to have some balls to be able to go within your own dorm from dorm to dorm. Yeah, that's and terrifying. take people's things because like eventually people are going to talk, you know. Like if she's doing this multiple times to like just so confidently walk in, and then what is she doing with everything? She's mm-hmm. selling it. She's killed. Someone she had like sure. a like a like a chest in her room with all these random things. She and start, dead she bodies. Kind of cultish. Yep, for sure. One hundred percent. She's killed before. She's killed
1: before. Okay. Um. Okay, so she got asked not to come back. I would like to end this by saying that several years later and after becoming a mom, I am now much better at confrontation. I don't like it, but if someone violates or insults me or those that I care about, I'm better at shutting it down instead of asking them how their day is going. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for reading my story. And Ashley, as a fellow nine, I hope you understand my response because I think Taryn would... I think Taryn would have just beat her up or something. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> ah, oh love you both. P.S. Here's a pic of me and my family. I started dating my husband at that university just a month later. And now we're parents to the cutest little girl. Uh, love, Morgan. And I'll show you the pic. Ah, she's so Morgan. cute.
2: Morgan, are a cute little fam. Oh, that's adorable. That's so cute. I, Jeez. Geez. That's. Next, I I fully relate to how she felt and yeah. wanting to do something like that. However, I do I do agree. I feel like if that happened to Alicia yeah, Or if that happened to you, it's so much, me and Tara were just talking about this. It's so much easier for me to stick up for someone else than yeah. it is for me to stick up for myself. Yeah. So if I walked in and someone was going through my sister's things, I would very easily like throw a fit. Yeah. And I, I, I do like, because I'm a nine, I'm right next to an eight. So I do have like anger tendencies and I have those feelings. I just never deal with them. So they're usually stuffed. Yeah. But if someone triggers that, then it comes out. But it's so much easier for it to be triggered because of something yeah. happening to someone close to me, not me. No, that me, totally makes if sense. If that makes sense. I would love, I feel like I still haven't ever seen no, no, your I don't, anger I don't side think, come out. I think Alicia's the only one who's actually seen it. Oh, jealous. I want to see angry <laughs> Ashley.
1: She's yeah. well controlled. Well, I think honestly, like, I think obviously like your initial reaction, like that's your coping way of like, I don't know how to deal with this, right. but I am very proud of you for like following through. And sticking up for yourself by like reporting it. Yes. 100%. And honestly, like it probably was a tipping scale to like help make that decision of her being asked not to come back because mm-hmm. that's scary. Like that's, that's weird. not normal. Mm-mm. And I've Mm-mm. had, I mean, I've had so many different roommates and I've, like I've said, I've had people steal clothes and like, um, I walked in one time in my room, it was going through my dirty clothes to wear something. And I was so freaking grossed out um, but I think like that still is like I don't know people just feel a right to like share things when they live with you mm-hmm. but the whole like entering your single like this is just your room that's
2: terrifying yeah I've had multiple friends with roommates talk about similar things where yeah. they've walked in and said roommate was going through their things or they had walked in their room and clearly someone had been in their yeah. room um and just the amount of anger and frustration that oh it's so annoying comes from that is ridiculous and valid yeah it's so, so annoying
1: Mm-mm. yeah uh-uh. that's crazy but thank you so much for writing in that was such a good story and i'm sure there's so many people that you just triggered like terrifying roommate stories that oh. we're going to get a
2: flood can and i'm excited please, can we please get a whole roommate segment That'd yeah, be the so weirdest cool. the weirdest thing. I want to hear about everything. Yeah. My mom has some weird roommate stories too. Maybe I can get her to share. Yeah. Oof. I've shared a couple. Yeah, she's got some weird weird
1: ones, weird ones. But thank <sighs> you Morgan. Thank you Morgan for sharing. Hey, guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for
2: being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much, and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for the your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And, uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yep. back to the show. Okay, moving on to my story. This one. What the heck is your problem? (laughs) Oh my god! I think I peed. I think I peed. Why would you do that? My heart is dead. My heart.
1: You guys are the worst. Do you want to say hi? Come here,
2: Brett.
0: I've got some unsolicited advice for you.
2: Lock the door. Lock the doors. <laughs> said, Lock the doors. That literally oh just God, followed. That just followed our story. Where the the whole message we got, we got, we we got proof. We got Thank it. you for filming that. Wait, wait, wait. Take Kona. <laughs> I know <poor> Charlie. <laughs> for Charlie for Charlie Peed. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> my poor
1: Okay. Oh my god. He's He's old. What do we do? No, we're oh, fine. I... Push through. Um, obviously, if you guys mm-hmm. just oh, I hope we didn't cause
2: any car accidents right now. <laughs> my family just literally bolted through the door and scared the crap out of us. Oh my god. I'm Ooh. having heart palpitations. And then Charlie is <gasps> old
1: and there's a huge piece <laughs> spot where he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby, <laughs> I'm uh, Oh my
2: god! I'm okay, wow. I together. don't even know where we were. Do you? I feel drunk <laughs> right now. That was weird. Ooh, my yeah. heart. Okay. Oh god.
1: Okay. Um, they were filming, so <laughs> if we'll be guys sure let to post us know that. if you
2: want to see the video. I want to see the video. Both like sprawled out on our beds, <laughs> on our twin beds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways sweating. Okay. Continue. My story. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. <sighs> okay. Come. 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 Pull it together. All right. Okay. Um, my I so- I can't <laughs> the contrast. Okay. Freaking Pull it together, Ashley. Okay. Okay. My story is uh, short and sweet to the point. Also very relatable to pretty much everyone I know. So this one is titled Comparison is the Thief of Joy. Ooh. Well said. Yeah. Well said, my girl. Okay. Here we go. Dear Ashley and Taryn, do you notice how they always put my name first?
1: Okay. But last time... We had a story that put Taryn and Ashley and you read it Ashley and Taryn. I feel like the so majority the
2: majority is Ashley first, which makes sense cuz alphabetical you but also cuz greater. <laughs> Can everyone hear her
1: head growing? Can we just everybody <laughs> send an email that's just addressed dear Taryn, not even
2: Ashley. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, because I love the podcast so much and your advice, I've written a few emails to you two about different things I was feeling down about, which you guys should know by now. It is not a personal thing. It's not a personal thing. We love you all. She continues, usually, as I am now, I'm sitting in bed late at night thinking about a problem and being frustrated by it. Then, by the morning, I'm fine and I roll my eyes at how I was feeling the night before, lol. I do that all the time. (laughs) Things always seem worse at night and not as bad in the morning. Anyways, I would like some advice on how I can become less upset and disappointed in myself when I see others' success. I've noticed that I tend to see my peers being given an opportunity in college or at my summer job or recognized for something they've done and become sad because similar things aren't happening for me. I don't think it's jealousy, at least not most of the time, more like disappointment in myself for not working harder or going after something and analyzing the situation. What this person did, how those who choose them or gave them the opportunity, think about them versus me and what I should have done. I don't blame any of these people for my lack of recognition. I only blame myself. I just end up being really sad and hating that I didn't work as hard or show my boss or professor more interest or drive. This wouldn't be a problem if I just noticed these people's successes and use it as inspiration or try harder and admire them for it. But instead, I overanalyze the situation and basically scold myself for not doing enough. I want to change this way of thinking and use these people for inspiration and not see myself as a failure in comparison. So, any tips? Sincerely, Maddie. I love that. I love how, like, you gave me backstory, you did, did a full analysis of yourself, and you kept it all within, like, one paragraph and <laughs> worded it very well. Like, it was very concise and to the point, and I loved that. That was, that was great. Um, I feel so many things about this mm-hmm. um i feel like almost everyone i know struggles with this yeah to a degree oh no it's like There's one like of the most the random few people who just don't think that way and i think yeah. they're actually like in the minority narcissists <laughs> because- <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um they live in their own little world yeah. i think <laughs> in general most human beings struggle with this um and with what you're talking about um especially like the older you get and the, and the farther you get into like Thinking about your career or building yeah. your career or something like that. This is something that we all struggle with. So hopefully that just right off the bat clears the air because this is very normal. Yeah, and makes you feel not alone because...
1: And like it's, it's great to hear because I'm sure... Um, obviously you wrote in, so you're like a fan of the podcast. So even like, you know, you might look at me and Ashley and be like, oh, like they just seem so together. Like they have this podcast going, they, they both have things going like blah, blah, blah. And like, literally we have breakdowns on the daily with each other regularly. So, Everyone, even the most successful people, sometimes I think have it even harder than all of us because they have all of this pressure and all of the things that come with more money and more success and more just eyes on you in general. So I think that's the, that's the first thing to realize is like every single person is struggling. So that should be the thing. That you're focusing on, like mm-hmm. not comparing, like, oh, well, they're successful and I feel like I'm not. But it's like, no, like, look at, they struggle the same way I do. It's just, it manifests in a different
2: way, you yeah. know? No, 100%. That's something I love how you said that. Um, like, I, I think the first thing you have to think about is what is success to you and what yeah. is success to someone else. It could be very different. Oh, totally. Um, if we're viewing it strictly as money, to be very truthful, I don't think I've met anyone. With a substantial amount of money that didn't have a a substantial amount of problems that came with that yeah. money, um it's a very it's a very stressful thing, yeah, and then the more obviously successful you are in work, the more um the more responsibility you have as well. so there's like a lot of like things that come with that success mm-hmm. that I think um don't get don't get accounted for. Yeah, no, I like, totally agree. Like, oh my agree. god, you got a promotion! Congratulations! But they are stepping up into a new role where they have to take on so much work. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we need to like stop and think about that too. Yeah,
1: I think like one of the quotes I think we we've read this before on one of our episodes, Um, and it's talking about beauty specifically. But I know that this changed my mindset so much on like everything in life. But it was that quote that's like, um, someone's, I don't remember how to say it. You might remember. It's like someone's, the presence of someone's beauty is not the lack of your own. Yes. So basically like if I see someone and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so pretty. That doesn't then reflect on like, that takes away from how beautiful I am. Like it's separate, right? Yes. So like. You can look at someone's success and be like, wow, that's really cool that they've hit these marks in their life. But then you can look at your own life and be like, oh, even though my marks maybe are not measured the same way, like I still have these successes in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with, um, you know, I went through this thing where. Uh, the first time I went to Africa, I had a really hard time coming back because I felt like my eyes were open to a level of poverty that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were so many problems that that the people had that I came in contact with that, you know, even just getting clean water, like I've never had to think about that. Like I get grossed out because I have to go to the sink and I'm like, ew, tap water. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like what a tiny little problem that is. And so when I came back, I found myself struggling because every time I felt sad or upset about something, I quickly diminished it because I'm like, Well, that's not even what other people have to deal with. So why do I have a right to be sad about my breakup when like people have been going through other things? Yeah. And I had to realize that, yes, there is, I need to, obviously I'm, I'm smart enough to acknowledge that there are people that have it way worse than me, but I also need to realize that the things that cause me pain are what I'm experiencing and they're at the level that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. So I can't compare it because I haven't experienced what other people have. I have to acknowledge that what I'm going through is hard and I can still look outside of me and see other people's, but I can't attach my level to someone else's because we all are so different. We've gone through different things and it's not comparable. You know what I mean?
2: No. Yeah. I think, I think one of the first things you have to do is, like one of the first biggest things I can advise you to do is to learn how to separate your self-worth and your purpose from, from your actions and what you do. They're two very different things. Um, and I think that the sooner you separate that the easier life is going to be because you at this moment are getting your self-worth, your value, your affirmations, your validation Mm -hmm. all from success. And the truth is, um, Oh my gosh, I just finished. I'm a little late, but I just finished the Michael Jordan documentary. And he was saying that his coach would always tell him, Phil would always say, um, you're only successful in the moment that you succeed in something. Mm -hmm. So that success is literally for that brief moment where you finally get that promotion or you finally get recognized for something great that you did. That's the moment you're successful. That doesn't mean you're successful for the rest of your life, you know? Um, And, and I really, I really think that's important to remember because I think people tend to say, oh, I achieved this. So I am therefore successful. So I am therefore great and life is good. And it's like, no, nothing is ever going to come from that. So you need to learn to separate yourself and your value from, from that. And that's something I've always struggled with. I think I have, a ton of friends that are so talented and have so many different gifts and are starting companies and are starting businesses and are, you know, thriving, especially out in LA where everyone's here to do the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and it can be hard to just, wonder how do they have that drive how do Mm -hmm. they continue to bust out content or even just between me and my sister me and my sister work very differently um Taryn um, moved in over a year ago now and has fully officially seen that Mm -hmm. and um it's hard for me because she is so self-driven it is she it's she's like so good at putting everything else aside including relationships including um absolutely everything to get the job done whereas all I see is everything else and not the job the job doesn't matter as much to me Mm -hmm. like relationships matter more to me which obviously she needs to balance that out I need to balance that out Mm -hmm. but um she will I'll see her getting work done and it'll bother me because I'll say Ashley why can't you do that yeah you know but that's that's how she works yeah. And that's how she lives her life. That doesn't mean that's how I live my life. Yeah. And I need to recognize that that's great for her. And she's going to have to have things that she's going to have to work on. Mm-hmm. The way I live my life is great for me. And I'm going to have to work on the things that I need to work on. And yeah. they're two completely different lifestyles. Uh, yeah.
1: No, that's I think that's the whole thing. And that's what like, ugh, I mean, that we can get into the whole like, who defines what's like beautiful who defines Mm -hmm. what is the right body type who defines what level is success is successful in everyone's eyes like that's where it's like I don't know and even I'm I because I already talked about it like my trip to Africa I remember like me seeing certain things and being like oh these people are probably so sad and depressed and like blah 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 And they have the most joy I've ever experienced. And they loved me in a way that I've never experienced here. It was so genuine and like pure and beautiful. So then at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what, like, what is more important? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think we have to stop. I like what you were saying, like striving for success in a way of like, it's a ladder Mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, I do this. Now I'm this, now I'm here, like whatever. And I think we need to strive for contentment, but also have ambitions and things that we're pushing towards, but continually loving ourselves where we're at in the meantime. Yeah. And I think that ties too, with like, even with body stuff, like I can't, I can't look at you and be like, oh my gosh, Ashley's so fit. Like I want to be exactly like her. I am curvy. Like I always have been, I could work myself to the ground and my body will never be the same shape as yours because we are created differently. Yep. But I can look at you and say, oh, my gosh, I love it. She's like dedicated. She has discipline. She's tied it into her life in a way that it makes her happy. Mm-hmm. And I can strive to find my version of that.
2: Yeah. Which is going to be different than your version of yeah. that. Yeah. And something I've always had to struggle with is I will never look like Haley Bieber. I, <sighs> d- I yeah. don't have her. I don't I'm not that tall. I don't have long yeah. legs. Like I, It doesn't matter how much I run. Yeah. My thighs aren't going to shrink like that. It just doesn't work that yeah. way.
1: Yeah, no, it's so true. And I think that's if you look, um, you know, like uh, like in one of my job, one of my jobs where I work with kids, it's always like when you say that something's a disability, it's something that affects multiple areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So we look at this problem of comparison, right? Yeah. It goes into work. It goes into personal relationship. It goes into body image. It goes into how you see yourself beautifully. It goes into even emotional levels. People yes. are like, I wish I could cry like Everything. her. Or I wish I didn't cry as much as her. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So if if it literally impacts every single aspect and area of life, it's a problem. Yes. Like it's a problem. Yes. So I think that we do need to shift our focus and make healthy goals. But like Ash said, see them as like, It's like a checklist and goals that you're doing that you're striving towards to better yourself or whatever. But the goal, the underlining foundation should always be to love and be content with every step of the process where you're at. Just where you are at.
2: That's it. Absolutely. And I think another thing we, me and Taryn talk about this all the time is if you are or have anyone in your life that can be like a team for you when Mm -hmm. you are feeling that comparison for you to vent to. I think that's one of the most important things because they're capable of like bringing you back and like grounding you. The other day, literally, this happened to like three days ago. I was at a friend's bridal shower and we all got really cute. And it was a quarantine shower. It was like it was such a weird time that we're in right now, seriously. Um, But so like we wanted to like do something for her and celebrate her because she is getting married Mm -hmm. and we're not able to go to the wedding because. small Small weddings uh um so we all got gathered together and tried to have a little time with her and we all got to take photos with her that later that evening I literally text my sister and I'm on the verge of tears because I get all the photos back and for whatever reason the dress that I wore was the least flattering thing I've ever worn in my life no I'm serious I thought you (laughs) were beautiful thank you but like looking through especially just just for a little bit more background, for whatever reason, everyone at the shower looked like a model. like everyone, <laughs> absolutely everyone was stunning. so I I like I got ready and I thought I looked great. I'm not diminishing that. Yeah. I worked really hard and I did my hair. It was a big deal because quarantine yeah, you hot. <laughs> so but like looking back at the photos, I was so upset because I swear, I, I looked like I was 20 pounds heavier than everyone Aww. else and I was like crying and I was telling my I call, text my sister and I was like hey I need your help like do, do I really look like this because I was I literally sat there looking at the photo looking at myself in the mirror going have I like gained quarantine weight like yeah. I know I know we all have Oh God. but yeah. like I was like have I lost track have I been off for too long and I like needed her to let me know and she immediately just starts hyping me up and saying like no and she's sending me all these other photos of me that we've taken throughout quarantine yeah being like look that was just that's a bad angle that's a bad dress you should have had your arm out like you just you look yes you look like a sack of potatoes but that's not who you are yeah and that was the best thing she could have done for me yeah and I was like do I like should I face tune it and post it? And she was like, nah, just don't post it. And I was like, yeah. cool. All right. And yeah. I needed her. I needed literally needed her in that moment to remind me of who I am. Yeah. To remind me that I I shouldn't be comparing myself to other people. Yeah. And to also just be like, girl,
1: you're in <laughs> calm your head too. Yeah. You're
2: yeah. in your head and mm-hmm. calm down. And I think that's what those people are for. That's what a sister's for. That's what a best friend is for. Yeah. Um, that's what family's for. And I think it's important that you have those people around you. Yeah. Also, um, just a quick shout out. There is this girl that I love on Instagram and she has been posting these like just drops of wisdom on Ooh. to Instagram and I posted it the other day and I had so many people respond to it um, saying that this is something they needed to hear and I said it's what I needed to hear and it's so simple, but she put your productivity or perceived lack thereof does not equate or diminish your value in this world. Oh, love that. Bam. Mic, mic drop. drop. I feel like that sums everything up (laughs) perfectly. Yeah. Um, Your accomplishments don't equal your value in this world. End of discussion. Yeah. And we need to, we all need to get that through our heads.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And Ash. Yes. Even if you did gain 20 pounds, (laughs) you are beautiful and that doesn't make you you. any less. Thank you. So I just
2: want you to make sure that you're. Being nice to yourself. In no, your I know. But I think this is, this is just an example of where my head tends yeah. to go.
1: And that you reached out because you were recognizing, wow, like I'm spiraling. Yeah. I'm being, I, I came down the stairs the other day to you and Alicia. And I was like, guys, I'm being really mean to myself. And I just need like, I need you to hype me up. And they both were like, oh my God,
2: <laughs> like came and attacked me. We can turn it on so fast. Yeah, yeah. But
1: it was like, honestly, just, just, having enough strength to reach out and say, Hey, (laughs) to whoever your safety is, to whoever your lifeline is to just be like, Hey, like I'm struggling and I'm stuck in this spiral. Just, just having someone to gas you up or even just for your own heart to know that you care about yourself enough to not let yourself dwell in that place is really important. So, um, I would definitely wait, is it anonymous or did you say Maddie? I miss it. Oh, Maddie, Maddie. Um, I would definitely recommend Maddie, like reaching out to someone that you trust and who is someone who's a source of encouragement for you. Um, and sharing the specific areas specific yeah. um that you're struggling with. And then honestly, I would start mapping out like if you see someone that you see them and you're kind of envious of them. Like write down like what is it exactly that you like about them? Yeah, because for me, I look at someone and I'm like, oh, I wish I was her, and it's like, okay, well, no, you don't. Like, you don't know her. You don't yeah. know her life. Yeah. Um, you don't know that that relationship that you wish you had, like secretly, he's like abusive or cheating or whatever. Like There's you so much. Honestly, you don't know. do not know. Like mm-hmm. you don't know. So instead, look and be like, okay, well. She is very dedicated in how much she commits to her work. So write down dedication. She um, she always is like dressed and looks put together. Write down she's dressed and puts or dressed and put together. Like find the specific things and then sit with yourself and be like, okay, realistically, what does being dressed and put together look like. For me, like I'm gonna commit. I wanna at least brush my hair. <laughs> me. Um brush my hair and like change from the clothes I wore yesterday. Like yes. that's something in quarantine I'm like trying to get better at. Yeah. But um you know what I mean? Like translate, look at what it is, specify what it is and translate it to your own life. And that way you take things that you like from her, but then you bring it back to yourself so you're not constantly just connected to, I want to be her.
2: You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. Find out what that is for you Mm -hmm. and follow through with that. Yeah. Um, And then be proud of yourself for for checking that off. Because yeah,
1: Maddie, you're amazing.
2: You're hot. You're hot. You're talented. You're talented. I don't know. I don't know why I'm just repeating I what don't. you're
1: saying. I <laughs> thought like I should be saying other things like we're doing so, a list. I was like, okay, it's this fine. is fine. This it's is fine. fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but give yourself a freaking emotional hug today and strut into whatever you do and own it mm-hmm. because no one is like you. And that's amazing. Yeah. And there are other people who probably look at you and wish they could be like you. It's yeah. a vicious cycle. So, yeah. And shake it off. Let's shake it off.
2: Shake it off. Shake it off. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Just <laughs> you see me slowly turn my head yeah. Yeah. away from the microphone? Let me get <laughs> away from the mic. Um, wow. Well, this was great. This was great. This was great. I feel like that was um very needed right now because yeah. I feel like all of our... uh are you know how how successful we are right now kind of everyone's on a low every I feel like everyone's <laughs> on a low that's how I'm gonna say it everyone's <laughs> had to revamp what they've what they're excited about I have had probably 20 different brainstorms for how to relive my life redo my channel and everything during quarantine yeah. because I, it's just I am hitting a wall and the creativity is out the door right now but it's yeah. you know what we're, we're bringing we're reeling it back in and we're just gonna go with the flow This is is where we're at right now. I
1: think it's it's great. You want to hit us
2: with a dad joke? I would love to. I thought you'd never ask. At some point, we started getting a lot of serious stories, and it was a little heavy, so we decided to end it on a happy note by adding a dad (laughs) joke to all of our episodes. Um, (laughs) I don't feel like it's necessary for this one, but we've just become so accustomed to it that it's just part of our tradition now. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
1: All right, I have two vacation ones because... To go with the theme. Oh, love that. Okay. Why did the robot go on summer vacation? The
2: robot? The robot. Uh, <laughs> Your guesses are the best part. Um, are you tapping in? I'm ta- I don't know. I don't he know. needed
1: to recharge his oh batteries. Oh, my God. Why don't mummies go on summer vacation, Ashley? Because they're dead. Because they're afraid to relax and unwind. Unwind. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy humor. Okay. Well, (laughs) hope you enjoyed that. I loved today's episode. I love you guys. And um, make sure you're connected with us in our socials. I'm sure we're going to post some ridiculous vacation content. Oh, it's coming at you.
2: It's coming at you. If you guys have a story that you would like to share. Um, then please email them to us. Where can they email them to at?
1: Adviceunsolicited at gmail.com. Well done.
2: Thank Turn you. Uh, email us there. You could also DM them to us. Um, and yeah, if you're still here, we love you. You're the real MVPs because you made it to the very end. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, we will. Send us your stories. We want them. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, bye.